Welcome to Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life, the podcast. I'm Laurel Holland, here with my co-host, Laurel Boyven. Thank you for joining us as we dive into how doing your inner work or the beautiful work is the amazingly effective pathway to creating the life of your dreams. Our hope is to inspire you to explore who you are, who you want to become, and what you want to do with this one precious life. Because when you change, the world changes. And when you do your inner work or the beautiful work, you make the world a more beautiful place for all of us. Welcome back to Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life. Hello, Laurel. How are you today? I'm well. How are you today? I'm doing really well. We have a great topic for our listeners today and one that's so important. So we're going to dive right into it and get going on. Let's see. What is the best way to say this in a very succinct way? We could say this in a lot of different ways, but it really is about um, finding and let's say developing appropriate, it's developing support for the beautiful work. Developing support when you're changing and growing. Ooh. It's a good one. Yeah. Well, when we're doing our beautiful work, we're always changing and growing, even if it's in small ways. And so to be able to, you know, develop support along the way as we're changing and growing is a changing and growing process too, right? It is. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, I I don't know how many of our listeners are like this. I'm going to say like me, but when I began doing my beautiful work, my inner work, it was very, um, it was very private and I kept it a lot to myself. Right. So when I think about my growth and doing the inner work has been to be able to share with people, I'm working on these things. And, oh, I might need help and support. That doesn't come easy for me. Right. What about you? I think that's that's a really great way for us to even just begin here because I think, you know, we've talked before about oftentimes doing the beautiful work is, is ugly or messy at the beginning. It isn't so beautiful. And sometimes, quite frankly, many times, right? People come in crisis, like things have gotten so bad or so uncomfortable or something really feels disastrous has happened in our lives. And so then we go and we get support or we go and we get help, right? And, um, And so that kind of speaks into this idea of keeping things private or internal, you know, for quite some time before we actually share or go out and feel like, wow, I really, I need some help now. I, I, I can't, I can't do more than what I've done on my own maybe. And so this idea of developing support is, uh, I guess, recognizing, right. When, when you need to go outside yourself, if, if it's outside help that you're looking for, and we're going to talk about developing your own inner support as well, but let's kind of focus on the outside to start with, because I feel like um, they're two, probably two, a little different topics. I think they are. Mm -hmm. And I think for, you know, when I think about starting in a little bit of privacy, a little bit of really self, a a lot of self-reflection, I'm going to say it's, that's, that was my beginning step. My external support and resources were my middle, and then I can come full circle. 
because I'm much more self-aware and I am much more in tune with my needs, I can then go to the inner support. So I love this, yeah, that we have yeah. we have a range of topics to talk about. We do, we do. I um, want to come back to the idea of, you know, um, getting to the point where you feel like you, you can't handle it or you might be going into crisis or you might go going into a place that you, you, you critically need help, right? And um, I would say that... Uh, I have found work in working with people that one of the things that that happens almost sim simultaneously as we're 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 keeping it internal and keeping it private, right? Or or holding secrets that we don't feel good about, right? That um, that's when a lot of times self shame and judgment and inner criticism begin to develop, and it becomes an overlay of the work like now we've multi-tiered out the work so some of the work is in just dealing with the judgment and the shame and the feelings all around whatever whatever is going on and then dealing with whatever's going on as well right yes mm -hmm. that is so true and i think that is a layer of the work almost as if it's a messenger if you find yourself that it's not an external yeah. crisis yeah. right but you are you're you're trying to make changes, but you're not ready to tell anybody about this thing, you know, yeah, this, yeah. this less than this flaw that you really are feeling, I need to change this or, or it's not good. You know, yeah. just that shame, the secrecy, the, you know, and even the asking for help, many of us don't know how to ask for help. Yeah, um, I didn't, yeah. I didn't either. So though, I think that's really, you know, if you think about those things as messengers, like, oh, these are popping up for me. Maybe I do need to tell someone about this. Maybe I do need to find a place to share these feelings and need for growth with others who are going through the same thing or can guide me through this, right? Yes, yes. I love that idea of, of seeing like um, self-judgment, self-criticism, shame, feeling really badly about ourselves as a messenger of work to be done and not knowing what else to do with whatever you're, whatever's gone on internally or whatever you've done externally, whatever's happened in your life, not knowing what else to do with it, but to keep rolling it around and judging it, criticizing, looking at it, feeling badly about it. Right. And, and that's the messenger, you know, the messenger is look, let's get out of this loop this is not serving anybody to just feel badly about it and feel badly about yourself. You, it, you can't get beyond it until you begin to do some work around it. Right. And yes. And yeah. Get into the tools of self-forgiveness and some detachment and understanding and being able to look at the big picture, having some objectivity, having somebody outside, giving you different feedback. Right. There's so many aspects of getting support, especially outside support, that start to um, give us new perspectives on where we've been and, and get us out of that loop, that same loop. Yes. Yeah. I mean, sometimes we can't do that on our own. We yeah. really do need the mm -hmm. external, you know, yeah. influence or feedback or support to help us yeah. break that cycle. Yeah, absolutely. That's one of the things I love about um, uh, self-help books. I love to think of it as like bibli bibliotherapy. Uh, you know, when you get a good book that might be addressing um, the topic that you're struggling with, or even self-criticism or self-judgment, right? That in there, 
uh, it helps you begin to start a new internal dialogue as well. So that's another outside resource that may not necessarily be the first step might might be that you're not comfortable going to talk to somebody else, but you might get a book and read about, you know, something, some aspect of what you're struggling with to start to give you a new voice besides your yes. own. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And an understanding that you're not alone. I think oftentimes mm -hmm. when we feel alone as if we're the only one that struggles with something, yes. it, it feels much more hopeless than knowing. And books help with that, that, oh, yeah. if someone is writing about this topic and however many copies of this book has been sold, obviously there are people that also yes. struggle with this. Yeah, yeah. yeah There's so true. many resources when you think about books, podcasts you know, programming, mm -hmm. we have so we have access to so many things that can help us in that initial, you know, layer of support. Yeah, yeah. And that that um, feeling at the beginning, you know, when we do reach out for help, if we are going to somebody for the first time for counseling, coaching, seek going into therapy, um, having a spiritual mentor, feeling like um, you, you really um, go into that first session or so almost feeling like it's a bit of an interview process when you first meet someone not going in and thinking this is my person they're going to help me but rather going in and going okay is this my person can they help me how do we relate you know is how they're showing up and what they're saying feeling right you know how intuitively are you are you um, c connecting with that other person right because this is a big part of finding the right place to get support. Cause I know I've seen people go and get support that hasn't turned out to be support. They've been re-injured or re-traumatized by somebody not doing the work very well or not leading the work very well. And so it's really important to feel like you're going in and finding the right person. Yeah. I'm so glad you mentioned that because it is true. Even when you think about, you know, putting yourself with a group of other people that are going through the same thing, it, has, it really has to be a good match for each of us individually right? Who we're with, what the style, what the approach is. You know, for me, I know I love being with a group, but I, I need, I need a group that processes information much like I do, right? Mm -hmm. So that it cannot be, you know, maybe overcoming fear by doing fearless things. That's not me. Right, right. right. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, so mm -hmm. it's important to, to find someone who's a good match for, for you as you do the work. Yeah, yeah. And that's great that you mentioned that too in group. I know uh, for me, the group process that, that we use in group and we've been using in our groups has been one that just resonated really highly with me because there was so much about um, uh, being out of a model where there was a, more of a hierarchy, that there were agreements that allowed everybody time to share. Like there were aspects of it that, really resonated for me because if, if I had been in a different kind of group, you know, I might not have ever gotten heard. I might not have had a chance to speak because I'll be the one that would hold back. And, um, you know, the, the agreements helped uh, push me into spaces where I started to look at my communication style and how I showed up in relationships. And so, um, you know, when we think about getting support, right, the support um, that we that we go out and receive but usually broadens out and touches all kinds of aspects of our life and can enrich so much of our, our general life experience. And so that's why it's important to really feel like you're, you're, you're getting something that supports you well individually. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't feel like you're in the right place, maybe you're not. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. Trust that. Trust that. And over time, you know, as we um, have some experiences of getting help outside ourselves, right? We are usually, if the work is going well, you know, one of the things that we're going to find is that our inner self is getting stronger, feeling more resourced, feeling more capable, growing in skills, and we're beginning to develop an inner support and an inner resource that we can turn to, right, Laura? Which is yes, I love this. I love this place. And, you know, if anything, I'll say that when you get to that place where you feel like, oh, I have everything I need to get through this, Mm -hmm. it may be something you've been through a million times before. So you know, based on your past learning and past experience that you have what you need to get through it. But sometimes even something that you may have never experienced before, but just that knowing of I, I know how to get through this. I have the resources I need. I'm capable. I can handle through, you know, difficult things. Um, I love being able to be in that place to really know what it is you need. You know, what do I need? Do I need external? Do I need internal? Yeah. It's a beautiful spot yeah. to be in. It is. It is. I, um, I want to uh, give a shout out to my inner power wheel in this way, because I think it's a great model of um, how to develop your inner resources and also how, how to have a tool that you can kind of refer back to. So the inner power wheel is basically a set of eight practices that you practice you learn about you practice and they replace basically old old habits that aren't really serving you very well and when you come to a place in your life where you don't know what to do or you're feeling like you're stuck you can always go back to this wheel of practices and say you know am i listening to my wake-up call am i practicing acceptance have i released the past how is that showing up here like you can actually start to map out, you know, where am I getting stuck? And so that's one of the beautiful things about, you know, getting some of these outside resources and beginning to develop them internally and becoming a really feeling like you're, you're adept at working with your inner life and working with the challenges that life presents to you. It Mm. feels so good. It is so good. And thinking about, you know, you can come back to it. I think what, for me, that implies sometimes things come up again. We think we've we think we've done all that work and we've learned that one, but sometimes things come up and we're back where we were and knowing that we have resources and support to get through whatever it is. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, One of the um, things I loved about uh, developing a meditation practice in my life was I always felt like I was at some point I felt like I had developed um, almost like a sacred, a little sanctuary in my home, in my little meditation chair, right? In the space of where I am, but also inside myself where I could go and self-reflect safely without judgment because I had, had been doing it long enough that I had started to you know, develop that real sense of I'm okay, what's really happening here? What do I need to do to take care of myself? What, where, do I need more than just me sitting here, right? That was one of the, the beautiful benefits for me of meditation, my meditation practice. How yeah. about you, Laurel? Do you feel like um, you know, that's been part of your experience too? Meditation definitely has helped, but my, um, you know, my 
coaching training and embodied self-awareness is mm-hmm. something that I use a lot, right? With um, when I think about being in a situation or struggling with something, you know, being able to really tap into my body and figure out or just feel into, because, you know, the figuring out is largely brain head thinking, but just feel into, you know, what, what are the messages? What am I being told? What do I know to be true? Mm -hmm. Um, And really getting that it's a, it's a type of self-reflection, but it's not, I'll say it's not a heady. It's not the thought process. It's not the analytical self-reflection. It's much more the feeling into my body. And so that too is one of those tools that I use some days I'm better at it than others, right? Mm-hmm. Just because it's a practice doesn't mean it looks the same every day. No different than meditation looks the same right. every day. Right, right. Yeah, and I think that uh, that has been a really big um, pathway to uh, discovering uh, um, a, a sense of learning about myself that is beyond like, concepts and ideas and all of that right but how much we know about ourselves just by tuning in to our full body and full being experience like how much wisdom can be there right yes yes so yeah. many times we overlook that we go to mm-hmm. other resources <laughs> yeah yeah and i know um as a person who uh is has a strong analytical side Um, It's so easy to get caught up in when we feel like we need support, right? Feeling like you have to have the answer to what's wrong and what's the solution. How am I going to uh, um, make this all work right, right? And uh, and sometimes our answers or support come more from just uh, knowing the full experience of what's happening internally, right? Uh, Even just knowing wow, you know, I'm really disappointed in this other person. I thought they were, I was really angry, but taking time to actually reflect, do the deeper work internally to really think about, you know, and feel your feelings of the whole experience, right? Can sometimes be an enlightening moment where, oh, well, if I'm disappointed and I'm not really angry, I'm, I'm disappointed. I'm going to handle this differently than I might've done it otherwise, right? Yeah. So that's a great example of just being able to um, do that embodied self-awareness and begin to be your own support and your own helper and figuring things out. Right. Yes. And what, and what if, what if the process was the answer and not an answer mm-hmm. being the answer? So good. <laughs> Let's just stay with that question for a minute. What if the process was the answer instead of the answer being the answer? I think I found that to be true in so many cases. <laughs> me too. Me too. And and it's for me, you know, I wish I could go into um, problem solving with that curiosity and process, you know, relying or knowing that the process had benefit rather than often, you know, I tend to jump way ahead and I want the answer and that that has me missing out on the process. So. I know. Yeah. I know. So yeah. All right. Well, Laurel, I want to just hit on this before we wrap up our um, show for today, which is getting support, you know, kind of developing support for when you're changing and growing. And I think that 
um, I want to just speak into that a little bit because I feel like for, for our listeners that have been on our journey with us and doing this beautiful work and we're really living into the beautiful work um, this season is we are going to be changing and we are going to be growing. And oftentimes um, what happens outside us is we may be getting resistance. We may be getting um, uh, a lot of other people are, are have feelings about the way that we're changing and growing. And uh, we, not be, we, we might not be handling that well. And so this idea of getting support when we're changing and growing is so important because not only sometimes do we have to manage the, oh, this is uncomfortable. I'm changing and growing. I'm showing up differently. I feel awkward. I feel, you know, like whatever. We have our own big experience internally. There's also experiences going on in, the, in our relationships as we're growing and changing. And that is a part that we want to be able to work with well, too. And sometimes we really do need support, outside support for that. We do. And yeah. what came to mind was, you know, um, support in communication, right? Mm-hmm. When, mm-hmm. You know, oftentimes yeah. I think about when we change or when someone that we're in relationship with changes, often change happens without talking about the change that we feel right I mean I know when I'm changing and I know when I'm desiring change yeah Um, yeah. and talking about that is hard because again you don't know how it's going to be received by other people but what I have found is that talking about it out loud you know it really helps me at least and I i think it, this probably happens to other people too, helps us yeah. feel safe, like the change yeah. is okay. Right, right. And even the idea of, um, you know, I, I even saying out loud to the people in your life, I know I'm changing. I know I might be doing things differently than I used to do. And if it's uncomfortable or, or I'm not, you know, we're not talking about it, maybe we need to talk about it more if it's hard for you, you know, just even awkwardly opening up the conversation, however it happens, right, is, is really the key, I think, you know, as you hit, you hit the nail on the head, right, is, is finding ways to begin to communicate about the change, not even so much the change itself, but just about the fact that change is happening. And, we're going through something here because of that, right? We're not doing our usual dance anymore. That's right. And and two things, when I've communicated about this with people that I'm in relationship with, it's, I, I know I'm experiencing change. I know change is happening. Yeah. Um, and I know that my relationship with you is important, right? Yeah. Both things yeah. can be true at the same time. I know, I know, it's so good. And and so, and I think it's, um, I think about uh, particularly lately as I've gotten better with it in my own relation, particularly with my husband, right? Talking about, oh, I think I'm going to be doing this differently in the future, or I I have this thing coming up and I, um, I have some feelings around it. So I just want you to know, I, you know, might be spending a little more time in my meditation chair or whatever, right? Is, um, it's an invitation for him to be supportive to me in however, what, what that ever that looks like for him. Right. And so even just beginning that conversation invites people to show you their, how they support you ultimately. Yeah. Yeah. And remembering, because we all support one another differently. 
So some people, they might just give you more space. My husband tends to be checking in every once in a while. How are you doing with that? Do you want to talk about it? You know, that kind of thing. And other people might just be like, write you a little note of thinking about you today, right? It could be anything, but it's an opportunity for the other person to just remember that you are going through something that's not of the norm and um, and invite them to to know that you're having that experience and see what happens, right? Yes, because yeah. even though you're, even though in communicating that, you know, you might communicate it in a way where you're putting him on notice or inviting him to support you without asking, right? Right. But right. it is yeah. in fact, whenever we speak into what we're experiencing and share it to the people that are important to us, that is, they are, they are some of our resources, right? Yeah. And so your husband yeah. is a resource to you. Right. And without right. telling him what you're experiencing, you're not opening yourself up to that him as a resource. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's great. So Laurel, I feel like um, kind of where we, we ended up here today is good um, invitation to people of um, maybe some ideas, something to think about, you know, where are you right now in your growth and your change work? Um, who is supporting you? Um, what kind of support are you looking for that you don't have yet? I think all of those would be good journaling questions or good things to think about anything coming up for you to add to that um for our listeners today no i think doing doing a resource assessment you know um mm. i mean the lit the list yeah. that i'm a list maker um what what resources do you know that you have right from right. internal to external mm. that are are there for you when yeah. you need them how you need them yeah, yeah. And even just, you know, identifying for yourself, you know, if you know you're doing inner work right now, or you know you're purposely wanting to evolve in some way and grow, because that's, I think that's where we are collectively at some level, right? We're awakening, we're deepening our work, we're raising our consciousness, we're becoming more conscious of, our, of ourselves, each one of us individually. What, you know, even just putting, putting, putting real words to how do you want to grow right now? How, what are you trying to change about yourself right now? Getting, you know, doing some self-reflection on that and being clearer about that so that you can then share that more openly yes. with others yeah. when you're ready. Yeah. And I just had another thought about mm. what, what is it in your growth that scares you? Mm. And how might that, feeling change or soften if you had resources to support that's you great. that's great yeah yeah and then if you can go there i'll add to it if it scares you how might it scare the people closest to you right and so that's can, a big question yeah, yeah that's a big question okay well we're going to leave that we're going to leave our listeners with some really big work today and uh, i'll be back next week for more thanks Laura, for being with me today it was a pleasure as always i enjoy every moment of it i'll see you next week see you next week bye for bye. now everybody we're glad you're with us on this journey if you're ready to dive deeper into the beautiful work Join us in our private Facebook group where we continue the conversation and support one another in our inner work. Did you know that we're both life coaches? It would be an honor to work with you. 
When you're ready to dig into your own beautiful work, you'll find our contact information in the show notes. Thanks for being with us here at Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life. As you do your beautiful work, know that we're here for you. Are there topics that you'd like to explore? Send us an email. If you enjoyed the podcast, the best compliment we receive is when you share the podcast with a friend. We're glad you're with us to elevate the conversation and open up new pathways for all of us.